I think that's good. I think we should start everyone like that. Yeah, I think now I know why we weren't getting that many streams on our channel because that's how you have to start it off to grab the listeners' attention. Yeah, I mean, if I was listening to that, I'd get like 30 seconds of that, but let's go, <laughs> let's go. I'd, I'd probably be like, I'd probably be a millionaire by now. That's, that, you know, maybe we should branch off from movies into motivational speaking. Yeah, that could just, that could be our just, thing. Or we could just make the intros for other people's podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how everybody, that's how every, we've been trying to listen to other people's podcasts to try to like um, network, I guess, or just like see what other people are doing. But it turns out pretty much everybody just sucks. So. Yeah, which we pretty much already assume. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah. everybody starts out there, so they go, oh, this is crazy and wild, and they do like their effects, like, real heady. And, 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 like, and then all the movie podcasts are like, this in scene 96, the cinematography placed with the fish tank is actually, actually, the, the fish tank mentioned in episode five was reminiscent of awkward uh, <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> Floating around aimlessly in a fish tank. It's like, listen here, fuckwad. We're trying to have fun, trying to dip dab, not being snobby. Get the fuck out of town. Take yeah. a bus. Take a bus to Snob Town and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So we we don't have any podcast friends, and we probably never will. That's why. That's why. That's why our, our like, no, uh, like, well, I mean, the good news is we've been going up in numbers. It's true. We did take a. Uh, we had a spike in the ratings. Actually, our latest episode um, surpassed the previous, all previous episodes except the first one, which doesn't even count. But yeah, just passed freaking Lord of the Rings and Hocus Pocus. That's right, baby. Let's do it. We gotta, That's we gotta right. Sure, we got to make sure for that sound right there. Oh, yeah. The... Yeah, yeah, like right now. <laughs> So we let's let's maybe so you want to get to the meat and potatoes. Um, I'm gonna. I'm you want you want to start you want to start brewing up the stew. I think we should, and and also uh, thanks to our listeners from last week. 
Yeah, great, and, and thank great you. Great job. And thanks to everyone who's like texted us and liked it and everyone. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, everyone who's given tips and uh, given, you know, you know, we really appreciate it. Uh, um, but yeah, I think, you know, I think you were right when you said it's about time to get into the meat and potato things and let everybody know what our movie is going to be this week. And actually, the, uh, the listeners helped pick the movie. It's true. I was hoping for Mrs. Doubtfire, but they, they have spoken. And, they, yeah. and they, they went with the old classic Home Alone, which is still great. Yeah, we did Home Alone versus Miss Doubtfire on Instagram poll and everyone. Home Alone won. So we did, we will be talking about the film Home Alone, starring a young and handsome Macaulay Culkin. Okay, well, I'll go ahead and go. I'll roll with that. I would call him maybe, uh, he was, uh, oh, I don't know, whatever. Sure, he's handsome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he's, uh, he's great in the movie. Uh, we should say, oh yeah, we're like, um, what's the movie about? We ain't gonna do five minute popcorn because everybody knows Home Alone. Everybody knows Home Alone. So, you know. Yeah, it's all right. So basically, you know, he's Home Alone. Trouble happens. Get over it. Yeah, his family goes on a trip to Paris and they accidentally forget him. Okay, and then let's start right there. All right. Okay. All right. Because I, I'm, I'm not one always to point out like the annoying things in movies because a lot of times nothing would happen if like nothing would there would be no movie if it didn't happen obviously. Yeah. But it's just like they his mom got into a huge fight with him the night before about like spilling pizza or whatever the fuck was going on at that. He party. spilled milk. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So whatever. He did. Okay. Did he really? Was it really milk? Yeah, it was milk. He spilled the milk, and I th- it went all over somebody's lap. Now, now let's let's transform this into a classic movie review. That, oh, the spill milk is you. You take that. You want to take that? Well, you see, according to classic film theory, um, the spilled milk is indicative of a <laughs> problem between the um, protagonist and the antagonist's narrative which uh, makes itself more prominent as the film proceeds. Um, it actually also offers a bit of um, uh, disposition as well as um, allusion to character, as you'll see as the film progresses um, through Act 1 and into Act 2. Very well done, Sean. <laughs> and, that, and that's the end of the podcast. Yeah, that's pretty. That's how anyone else yeah. reviews the movies on All right. here. So, anyways, it's annoying. To get into this fight, the mom and Macaulay, you know, she, and he's like, I don't, I wish you all were gone. She's like, You don't wish that. Say it again, we're gone, or whatever. And he's like, I wish it. And then, you know, he wakes up and they're gone. But you would think that from the time that she wakes up, goes in the damn van to the airport, is walking around the airport, and gets on the plane. And then is sitting in first class. She would, she would <laughs> yeah. think, she would just one time think like, I feel kind of bad about that argument I had with my son. Maybe I should like say something to him, right? Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. I mean, he's, I think he's the young, he's not the youngest one, but whatever, he's young. No, so he's, like, he's, no, he's, the, no, he's the youngest one. Okay, well then, yeah, you're definitely gonna be like, oh my God. Also, he's a little troublemaker. 
he's a little, he's a little stinker. He's a little. You stinker. know, you know when they're going out in public, he's always trying like fucking around. Yeah, and, exactly. You know when they're at when they're at Walmart, he's probably going inside the clothes rack, um, hiding inside of there. You know, actually, Macaulay Culkin was actually before Home Alone was you know filmed, he was actually arrested for causing trouble at Walmart. For like ride for for like riding the bikes around and taking action figures out of the cases. So I think maybe they saw that and thought, hey, this guy's a little stinker. We need a little stinker for this role. Let's you know get this Macaulay Culkin kid a chance. Yeah. To get back to the point, it, yeah. I mean, sure, you gotta you gotta let some stuff go, but it's like, okay, like they definitely would have found. They definitely would notice he's got at some point during this fucking commute and trip you know how about like hey does everybody have their boarding pass here's kevin's oh wait where is he <laughs> yeah you know like oh we have an extra one that was like 1990 they definitely it wasn't digital they definitely yeah. have tickets and they're like huh well i guess kevin didn't need his i guess kevin had <laughs> kevin must have had two <laughs> <laughs> so yeah okay so either, either way it's, it's, it's uh, it, it's like annoying to like complain about because if that didn't happen, obviously the movie wouldn't exist. But I just, it's just a little bit annoying. Yeah. Not enough to take away from any of the other movie, but. Okay, so then, um, so the family leaves him alone and then the, the whole rest of the movie, it's just these, these two robbers um, are like targeting houses to rob while families are gone for like Christmas. Yeah, pretty much. And then it causes a whole commotion. And they're trying to get into his house and he's like, oh, I gotta be the man of the house and like protect it from these robbers. So he sets up like a bunch of like booby traps and, That's and, it. Uh, and the fun and In this movie, what? What's like one of your favorite parts? This is one of your favorite parts of the movie. Um, well, I guess I would say, really, I would. I like the character of the uh, grumpy shovel man. Oh my god, dude! Right? I remember when I saw this movie when I was little, and like I was pretty scared of this guy. And like, also, like Kevin's scared of him, and like all his siblings are like, oh yeah, like yeah. this guy's crazy. And you know why? Because he looks fucking scary as hell. He looks scary as all hell. And he's also- like all his hands all fucking bloody all the time because he's. Uh, like shoveling snow. Yeah, he's like wearing, he's like wrappings over his hand, like he's got done like street brawling. Yeah, and like they like t- like look at this guy and they're like, oh yeah, like he's he like killed two people by like hitting them in the head with his with his shovel, and then yeah. like they make eye contact with this guy and he like gives them a fucking death stare. Yeah, and, and it's oh. like no wonder everyone's afraid of you. Exactly. Brings me to my favorite character in the movie, which usually I hate bully characters almost always, but I love his brother Buzz, because he's a fucking numbskull. Yeah, Buzz is kind of a classic. Uh, it's, a, it's just so, it's so like dead on classic, like idiot bully. I love it. Yeah, he even, he also, he just looks, he looks like his name he is does. Buzz. My favorite um, Buzz line is when he's doing, um, oh, when, when, Ke- when Kevin wants the, uh, Kevin's looking for cheese pizza because he only likes cheese pizza. <laughs> Buzz is like, well, there was some cheese pizza, but if you want any, 
you're gonna somebody's gonna have to throw it up because they ate it all. <laughs> yeah. He's such a classic. Oh, it's so sweet. Oh, it is pretty sweet. Oh my god. And he's got a fucking pet trance. Yeah. I don't think that he I don't think Buzz ever like does he ever even come back in the movie and like be like, oh we missed we missed you, Kevin. Or no, like, I don't does think he even so. have that like character arc, or is he always just like? <laughs> I think when they when he finds out he's gone, he's just like uh, he's just he's like kind of happy about it. Yeah, he's like no wonder why I'm having a good time. Yeah. I so I like that. I like that they kept him kind of like a fucking like just an asshole throughout I the also, whole. Yeah. Plus, you love spiders, and you like you love the spider in Home Alone. Yeah, the part where they where he puts um, the spider on one of the one of the robbers faces like that part always i always remember that part because that is a great way to get somebody to stop doing whatever they're doing you know oh my god i can't think of many situations that you'd be doing something and somebody puts a fucking tarantula on your face (laughs) and and you're not gonna immediately (laughs) stop what you're doing and be like, holy shit, I gotta get this fucking tarantula off my face. But it's so sca- big and scary, you're afraid to, like, touch it. Oh, if it's on your face, you're gonna fucking slap it. Well, Marv was hanging, Marv was like, it was on there for a while. Oh, that's true, there's a part where it's, like, on his chest. For, like, he, forever. And he's just, like, laying there, it's like, I mean, unless you're, like, paralyzed with fear, I mean, if that thing's on me, I you know, I'm fling my shirt up real quick and, like, yeah. just get the fuck out, I'm leave. You know, I'll plus, leave the house. I didn't believe you, but you pulled up that spider's IMDb page. It's actually the same spider in like multiple movies. Yeah, that spider was really popular in the 1990s because they, um, like the world famous, um, there was a world famous spider trainer and he had this <laughs> like tarantula that he was able to train like really well for all these movie parts and like you could actually do sign language to communicate with it. So they were able to have him, like, you know, climb on to people, climb up walls. Um, his IMDb page has, like, he was in um, Arachnophobia, uh, Jungle to Jungle. Uh, uh, what else was Yeah, There was a couple more. I think he was in Harry Potter, one of the Harry Potters. One cameo. of the Harry Potters. He came, uh, it was, like, cameo, though. He was in... Um, a couple of the Indiana Jones movies. Oh yes, he was early on, and I think he actually he, he actually had a couple lines in one of the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, yeah, I think that they might have been voiceover, but they did. Teach no, I him think the, I think it was him. Oh, he was actually oh, on it. Boy, no, he's saying, "Oh yeah, you're right. The spider had a voiceover part in it." Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, then he was in. He actually co-starred with Brendan Fraser in The Mummy. <laughs> so, yeah. You can see him on the movie cover, like at the bottom right. He's only on the VHS copy though, so mm-hmm. you can't, it's hard, it's like a really rare, um, it's a really rare cover. Brendan, Bre- and then Brendan Fraser in an interview I saw actually claimed that he was one of the best actors he's ever worked with. And The Spider is actually a method actor. You get new, you know, I mean, when he had to play a spider, he got in the role of fucking being a spider. You know, he'd live in a web all day. He yeah, would, he would eat, just leave. Eat it's crazy. Bugs. He yeah. would wrap them up in webs and he'd suck their blood. Yeah. You know. <laughs> he's crazy. He's, he's, a, he's a true they, they, they call him the Daniel Day-Lewis of spiders. 
That's right. I, actually, I think his name is Spider Day Lewis. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to look up his IMDb page right now just to confirm that because I don't believe you. Well, check that. Check the facts. Well, hold on. Let me see here. Yeah, that's right. Spider Day Lewis. I thought Spider so. Day Lewis. All right. All right. Well, now well, that we got that cleared up again. Now that that's out of the way. Uh, and actually, yeah, I think he won an Oscar for this role. Was it supporting? Best supporting or best actor? Um, uh, I think it was. Or wait, if it wasn't the best actress, is that a woman? It's a woman spider. Danielle. Spider- Daniela? Danielle? Danielle? Wait. Oh, no, it's a spider. Spider Daniela. It's a spider de Louise. Yeah, yeah. Spider de Louise. Yeah, it's also a French woman. (laughs) Spider de Louise was actually the French pronunciation. So, let's summarize it. Spider Day Louise is actually the spider in Home Alone, along with multiple other movies that you should check out. And yes. and she's a method actor. And she won Best Actress or Supporting Actress? Um, so I think it was just a supporting role. Okay. But, but first spider to win that role. Yeah. And there's been a couple afterwards, but she was the first. Yeah. I think maybe they... I think they did, like, breed her and, like, some of her... Some of her kids were in, like... <laughs> like, Eight-Legged Freaks and some of those more, like, 2000s movies. Yeah, like, maybe, like, a Shark Boy Lava Girl or, like, a... I don't know, any kind of spider movie. Welcome to Nick News. I'm your host, Linda Ellerby. On tonight's edition of Nick News, we catch up with two of the most notorious criminals in modern history, Harry Lime and Marv Merchants, better known as the Wet Bandits. This is On the Scene with Linda Ellerby. This story brought us to a small town of Maplewood, New Jersey, just west of Newark, where we met up with Harry, now working part-time at the local deli. Hey, uh, Linda, really good to see you. Um, you know, I got, out of, uh, I got out of the slam about five years ago. I just picked up this job at the local deli here, uh, Terra's Gourmet. And it's ain't too bad, you know. Uh, slice of meat, uh, this, this pays the bills. But, you know, my, my, real, my real passion is for uh, stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy? Can you... Yeah, you know, I, I like getting a good laugh. You know, I like getting a little bit of attention. Uh, having a, I have a good time at the uh, local comedy joint up here, about 30 minutes north. We were able to catch one of Harry's shows at the nearby venue, Bananas Comedy Club. Here's a recording taken during the show. So, uh, anybody seen this new uh, grocery store I opened up down the street? Uh... You know, it's, uh, they call it Whole Foods, so I've been in there a few times, uh, shop around, um, 
And I'm looking at these prices. I'm saying, man, wow, this stuff is expensive here. I'm looking around. I'm like, man, this Whole Foods. Anybody know of a, a different grocery store around here? I'm looking for something called Half Foods. So, uh, speaking of Half Foods, uh, this uh, half-witted lady came into the uh, deli the other day. And this old broad, she's asked for two pounds of provolone cheese. I said, lady, you need two pounds. Why don't you take the whole log? Uh, anyways, uh, speaking of logs, back when I was a kid, you know, you used to get your deli meat sliced three ways. Regular, thick, or thin. And nowadays, people come in, they're yelling at me, Hey, Harry, slice it at a four. Slice it at a five. An 8.2. Crying out loud, who do I look like? Isaac Newton? I was able to catch up with Harry after the show. I had one dying question to ask him. Where's Marv? So, I asked him, Harry, where's Marv? Uh, you know, Linda, um, I haven't heard from, from Marv in a few years. You know, last I heard he is uh, back in Chicago. We settled down with a new lady. So it was off to Chicago with my Nick News crew and special guest, Sean, from the famous Sean and Nick talk about movies, we were off to find Marv. Linda and I are here in Chicago. We were able to find a uh, local phone book, um, and we looked up um, Marv, who, weirdly, his last name is now McAllister. Um, so uh, we've looked up, we found his address, 123 Hickory Street. Um, we're outside of his door now, so... Uh, Let's go see what's going on. Linda, Sean, great to see you. Glad you guys could come by. Uh, this is the place. Yeah, nothing special. We downsized quite a bit since the last time you've seen us. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I guess you're here. Uh, what? You want to want to hear my story? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, I mean, me and Linda just. Uh, we were just visiting um, Harry, who's doing uh, working at a deli and doing stand-up comedy over in Jersey. And he said that he heard you got married or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, to most people's surprise here, uh, I married old Kate McAllister. Uh, quite a, Ke a really cute story. Kevin's, um, Kevin's mom? Yeah, you married Kevin's mom? Well, I, we don't talk about Kevin, but yeah. Yeah, we did. Um let me let me just I'll give you the short version here. Uh, so, you know, uh, Harry got out of the slammer a little earlier than me. You know, good behavior um, took me a little while to catch on here. But I had a lot of time to do some thinking in there. And I thought, you know, I, I need to reach out. And, you know, who was hurt most in this whole thing? You know, it was the mother, always the mother. Um, so I, I met I, I, I wrote her a letter and, and she was receptive and. I went to, to say I'm sorry in person, and lo and behold, she's in a divorce. 
Oh, did you? Who did you? And um, I'm sorry. What's what's her name again? Kate. Did, did you and did you and Kate? Did you two hit it off right away, or was there a little maybe cybering going on or anything like that? I had never used a computer because it was the '90s. Oh, um, okay. But you are. But uh, so there's no cybering to be clear. No cybering, but. That's an interesting thing because basically, you know, it, it, I had to figure out, right, adjusting to life after the slammer is not always easy. Kate and I together came up with a business. Um, it's called uh, Wet and Sticky. Oh, can you explain? Is this a website? Is this a... Is this a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a website. It's an app. Um, it's a dating app, actually. And it's really, you know, it's, it's really a, more the sexual side of things. Um we, we don't deal with any of the emotional, um, you know, it's strictly, and let me say, Kate and I hit it off real quick in the bedroom and things got hot and heated real fast. Do you mean it got a little bit wet and sticky? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's where the name came from. I was amazed that a woman of her age could, could moisturize down there like that. And, uh, do you, uh, do you know what happened to like, uh, Kevin's dad? I mean, he was a, a really successful guy. Um, back early in their marriage yeah. and um i think things kind of took a turn for the worse he got hit pretty hard in the divorce yeah it did and, and she was able to take him for everything he was worth um which was nice it really helped us jumpstart the website and the business yeah that's that's uh, really good so marv with all your escapades you had with kevin what ended up happening to him and little Kevin too. Uh, he's he's in the he's in the baby room. I'll go get him. Um, oh, you know what? He's sleeping actually. But uh, sleeping that's that, that's a little bit old for Kevin. Should be at least probably like twenty by now, maybe nine. Oh. Ah, that Kevin. Yeah. So uh, funny thing. Uh, Kate decided that it would be okay if I just killed him. Wait. So so you you killed you killed Kevin. Oh, yeah, it was great, man. Harry would have loved it. Took him to the park. It was dark out. He was terrified, right? Didn't know I was going to kill him. Pulled out a gun. And then I said, just kidding. I'm going to stab you. And I stabbed him four times in the stomach, threw him in the river. Oh, did Kevin, did he have any last words before you so violently stabbed him? Keep the change, you filthy animal. Wow. It's great to see these two really turning their lives around and contributing to society. Signing out, this is Linda Ellerby for Nick News. I think there's anything else that like from the movie that I really oh also the picture the picture of boss's girlfriend in there is actually Christopher Columbus the director the director's son because he didn't want any like little girl to be criticized for being like an ugly girlfriend or whatever so he yeah. actually he actually used his son with a wig oh yeah it's cool. pretty it's a little trivia fact there that's a Nickopedia fact. Nick's always got all the facts, so I start calling him Nickopedia. That is Because true. he's always freaking reading trivia facts and spewing them out like it's 
Like, we're constantly on a game of fucking Jeopardy. Well, that's just... such shit, though. I don't <laughs> just read fucking, like, I don't sit around and read facts. I just read all day, and then, and then I know a lot of facts from reading. And then when, like, a question comes up, just, like, in casual conversation, Nick will always answer it, like, what is... Uh... <laughs> that's so not true. What is a lavender bar soap? I absolutely hate the character in your head that you have of me going on right now. Well, that's Nickopedia. Alright. Does he have glasses? Oh, you know he has fucking glasses and he wears them all the time and he's a huge fucking nerd. Alright, let's get back to Home Alone. <laughs> let's get back to the Home Um, so wait. Who directed this? Chris Columbus. Oh. He, he, directed so, Harry, he directed Harry Potter uh, 1 and 2. He directed a, a, a bunch of, I think a couple more 80s movies. What, what, you, like, what else do you do? Um... I'm not sure of his other film uh, resume, but I do know that in 1492, he sailed the ocean blue. And then, 500 years later, in 1992, Columbus directs Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Oh, how do you, I think he, did he write the script for Home Alone on his, uh, way, to, on his way to America? On the maiden voyage? Yeah. Was this on the uh, Nina, the Pinta, or the Santa, Santa Maria? Maria? Were those his ships, or is that someone else? No, those were his ships. Oh, well, you know, I was—that was what I was really most impressed with this movie—is that he not only did he discover America, <laughs> but 500 years later, he started directing movies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's so one. How the fuck did he live that long? Yeah, that's the real question. That is the real question. Is Christopher Columbus a vampire? Well, he was friends with Ponce de Leon, who also also an explorer who would search for the Fountain of Youth. So Ponce de Leon found the Fountain of Youth in Florida, wrote a letter to Christopher Columbus, brought him there. They wrote Home Alone together, and now they're both alive. And also, Ponce de Leon, the French explorer, also um, came to America with the one and only Spider de Luis, (laughs) who also drank the little fountain of youth and had herself a lot of time to get great at acting and learn sign language. So there's a little history for you there, Mr. History Major. Very, that's so good. It's, and, you know, and it really makes you appreciate the movie Home Alone on, on a multitude of levels. Well, the way that I saw it was this was kind of Christopher Columbus's apology movie to the Native Americans. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, spin that. I want to hear the film. Let me hear, so, the, let me hear the, so, the film critique on that. Hear me out on this one. So. This may be a long shot. Okay, but... what, what a tangled web this movie is. <laughs> was it could... was it spun by the one and only? Spider de Louis? <laughs> Perhaps it was. But so here, um, Christopher Columbus wrote this movie. Uh, as you know, he came to America and he basically wiped out Native Americans. Um, so you could kind of think of that as an invasion of their home. So, um, 
in this in real life, the invaders, a la Columbus and crew, they were the ones who took over. They broke into these Native Americans' house and they wiped them out. So, you know, 500 years later, Christopher Columbus is feeling really guilty about what he did to those Native Americans. So he wrote Home Alone so he could be like, okay, this time I'm gonna have the, uh, the invadees, or the, uh, yeah, the invadees are the good guys that win. So like, these bad guys are trying to come into Kevin's house and he's like, no, I'm not gonna let you in. I gotta protect my land. He's Native Americans. Okay. And then, so in the end, Christopher Columbus, represented by the two bandits, is taken to jail and you know who, and the Native Americans win. I also have a little surprise for you. I checked in with our favorite guest, or our favorite uh, tweeter from last week, Lil Michaela. Oh, I love Lil Michaela. And she's been, I've been monitoring her like pretty um, regularly and she's been really disappointing. But um, yesterday she, she had a really good tweet, so. Let's hear it. <laughs> yes, yesterday she's like, fuck being nice. Old people are gonna be mean to you always. I can't fuck with these. Oh shit! My goddamn phone turned off. I can't fuck with these geriatric motherfuckers asking me when I'm gonna get a job or talk to me behind my back. Fuck off, baby boomer. You've done enough. And no, I ain't going to church. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite tweet ever. <laughs> Lil, Lil Michaela is S tier. If she's play, if she was in a game like a fighter game, she'd be so broken. She'd be banned from tournaments. She's so OP. I know she's like, she's so, yeah, she is so angsty. And yet she's not even. She changed her name. She's not even Lil Michaela anymore. She's a full grown adult Michaela. Well, holy shit! So you're saying that from one week she's maybe it was just this one thought in her head. She's like, bitch. I ain't little, you old fuckwad. I ain't no little bitch. I'm Michaela. Yeah. Remember when Lil Bow Wow dropped the Lil and then he just became Bow Wow? Yeah, I absolutely remember that. I think she's pulling Lil Bow Wow right here. She's like, fuck it, I'm a grown woman. I'm a grown ass woman. I don't need Lil Michaela. I'm Michaela. And you fucking geriatric baby boomers better start showing me some fucking respect. And no, I ain't going to church. <laughs> oh, I, I, I can't, I can't, I cannot add on to what you just said. I 100% agree with you. And I am also 100% proud of, of Lil Michaela. She's grown up. Yeah. She's understood. She understands these baby boomer bitches ain't having any of her shit and she's not going to take it. She's not going to get a yeah. job. She's not going to do shit for them. She's going to say, fuck you, I'm Michaela now. And this is my world. If you're listening, Michaela, keep up the great content. You're making our job easy. From now on, we're starting a goal list. And right now, we'll keep it tally. But right now, goal one, get more Michaela on the show. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Get Michaela on the show. Yeah. I bet next week she'll be big Michaela. 
Now we've talked enough about Home Alone. Let's give it reviews. We have, we have hit it. <laughs> now let's go straight to reviews. You know what I want to do this week? What? I want to introduce our new rating system. It's uh, it's called Ratings. Oh, oh we're giving rats? We're giving rats? We're on rats instead of stars now. And so. un unlike what most people think, the more rats you have, the better off you are. Am I correct? That's right. So, right. but we're rats, sti we're sticking with ten. We're doing ten. Ten rats. Rats ten kill. Snacks. Rats kill insects. They they're smart. They all you know they'll tell you what to do for your homework. So you want more rats. Yeah, they're very smart. Yeah. Um, they can squeeze through small places. And they if you if you have enough rats, you can actually lean back, land on a almost a blanket of rats, and you don't even have to walk anymore. They will just kind of carry you anywhere you want. That's true. So, you want a lot of rats. 10 rats is the max score though, right? So, that's called the uh, the Santam's ratting system. That's our acronym, Santam. <laughs> what? Sean and Nick talk about movies. That's our Oh, well, I like that. The Santam ratting system. Yeah, the Santam's ratting system. Oh, let's rat it up. R rat it up. Rat it up. Rat it up. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, go ahead. How many rats are you giving this? Home How many rats? I always have a problem with giving out rats because I don't know, like, there's personal rats and, like, in general rats, you know? Yeah, I So, know. I guess we should always go personal. Yeah. That's why I did the, the first episode, I was like, should we give it, like, a movie, like, but we're, you know what? We're, we don't want to be, like, the movie fuckwads. We're going to be ourselves, whatever you fucking you think, right? Yeah. I give Home Alone... 8.5 rats. 8.5 rats. 8.5 Gambinian pouch rats. The biggest rat you can get. <laughs> is that um, the half rat? Is that the uh, top if, half or the no, bottom? No, the half the rat is a teenage rat. It's not fully grown. Oh, it's just like a, it's a juvenile. Juvenile rat, yeah. It's a juvenile rat. So is it, that a rat that listens to a lot of juvenile or is that he's, he's, he's like he's like just found out about nirvana and like smashing pumpkins so does he listen to juvenile at all oh you mean like to like back that ass up yeah does he no he's, he's, <laughs> he's more he the point five right i'm speaking of he's a little bit more like um angsty doesn't go with the crowd so he's kind of like a like Resurgent he's 90s, he's, 90s grunge. Yeah, he's a resurgent 90s grunge. He's listening to the the old the oldies but goodies that like a little you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. He's too he's too cool to listen to underground digital music, you know? Yeah. He's like he's like, oh digital stuff, that's garbage. I want the real stuff. But I do love nine inch nails because he's a sound design master. That's that rap. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I think I'm gonna give it. I'm just gonna give it a regular eight rats because oh, really? I don't have I don't have any elaboration on what I would do my rat with. You know, I mean maybe yeah. if I was gonna do a half, I guess I would just maybe make it like a uh, like half cyborg or something. But I think it's I and think I would I, split I, it I, instead I think... of splitting hamburger style, I split him hot dog style. <laughs> 
But then, but then if you split a cyborg rat hotdog style, it creates two rats. It creates... Well, the cyborg is split. Uh, but, the cy- but the cyborg's technological advances, when you split that cyborg rat into two, it creates two full rats. No, because he's got... You're right, because he's made of... Um, like nanoparticles yeah 